Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And I'm joined by our mm, melodic host. See how I did that? Oh. Max Serac. What's up, everybody? See, that was perfect pitch. But more. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. <laughs> and we have a very special guest in the studio with us today. We got Max and Ben holding it down as your, your I guess, sort of full-time hosts. And we're joined by my lovely wife, my better half, uh, Lady Hollywood, Debbie Whitmore. Hey, Debbie. Hey. Hey, thanks for hanging out, Debbie. Yeah, yeah my pleasure. Yeah. I'm glad to have you here. I know. I feel like a third wheel, like hanging out with the Whitmores <laughs> on our podcast. Well, that's normally when you're not in the room, we just talk about you. So <laughs> oh, this, this, sure. you're making this very that's difficult because now we have to have a topic. The saddest thing I've heard. Oh. There's so much better this, things to talk about. <laughs> this is your podcast, everyone listening, because we take your topics and turn them into our show. And for that, we give you this humble offering. A humble Humble offering of our esteem towards you. We give you a free T-shirt. Some say the humblest of all gifts. What? What is that actually? Is that? Is there something? What? Called oh, I don't know. Hum- okay, I'm sure I didn't know there if that is. was a reference. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't know if that was a reference to a musical. No. Or who knows? I, I was kind of thinking of like the gift of the magi a little mm, bit, but okay. I don't think that's a real. What was so that combs and what was the other one? Hair. Well, she sold her. Oh yeah, the, right. So the dude got her and, combs, and he and she. Uh, <sighs> what did she get him? I don't she got him a clip or some or like a uh, chain for his watch or something. And oh yeah, he oh, sold, the watch he sold the watch to for, get the yeah. comb. I think it kind of changes depending on your particular interpretation. Oh, okay, that makes or sense. Something. Probably where you live too. I mean, what was it before watches? Anyway, now you got a nice chain comb. <laughs> <laughs> comb, comb, a comb chain, comb chain. I like chain comb. Chain comb. Yeah, it's like one of those like, switchblade combs. Listen, but... when life gives you lemons, <laughs> make a chain comb. Make a chain comb, and send your topics to us so you can get your free T-shirts. We are on the heather red iteration, but we are running out. So <gasps> there will be a new color soon. Uh, you can twank us on the Twitters with your question, at Ig and Un. You can hit us up on the Facebooks and become a friend of the show and message the show. Mm. You can drop by the website, ignorantanduninformed.com, click the Topics button, and get it to your question to us that way. Or just email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Dot com. Dot com. See that perfect pitch? <laughs> yeah. That was great. That was great. Yeah. Well, we need a topic for this to be ignorant and uninformed about. Would you be so kind, Debbie? Yeah. Lady Hollywood. Ooh. Reaching in there. I hope it's... Oh, God. I have, I have, a, I have a secret wish. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes to us from Audrey. Oh, she's so good to us. How were the pyramids built? Oh. oh, see, this would be a good topic for Benji because oh he would... Oh, my God, yeah. He would... Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> Next question. Because he's watched all that ancient alien stuff. Oh, yeah. He loves it. And the I, guy with the big hair. Aliens. That guy? Have you guys... Are you guys big conspiracy theorists? Mm, not not really. No. I tend to take things at face value. Okay. I'm just a sheeple, man. What can okay. I say? 
Debbie, what about you? I don't know. I I like to believe in some mystical okay kinds of stuff. So okay. I, I'll, if we're talking I'll about aliens, with... I mean that's just science. That's fact. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's there. I, I I guess I misunderstood the question. Yeah. Okay. Well, do I don't you... think there's lizard people running our government. I think that the All you right. Know, but you do think aliens helped build the pyramids? I, I think. I think. I think aliens exist. I don't think that we've ever done anything to warrant their inner their intervention. Okay. I don't Yet. know that they've ever visited. Okay. Other than like a flyby. Right. Because like Ben, you're on the Star Trek podcast, which I for, I don't know the name of because I'm a bad. Hailing frequencies open. There you go. Hailingfrequenciesopen.com. And isn't there something sponsor? In Star Trek, <laughs> where like they have to achieve, like a civilization has to achieve some yeah threshold. for first first contact. There's a list of uh, mm-hmm. there's a list of criteria, I suppose that that um, would allow a, a, them to be eligible to join the Federation and learn of the greater galaxy out there. Okay, um, the. For the humans, it was, you know, after the, the nuclear wars or whatever they call them, that uh, that they – when uh, Ephraim Cochran first achieves warp travel, travels faster than the speed of light, and it just so happens that his rocket went up within the range of the sensors of a passing um, Vulcan vessel, and then they landed and met him, and that was first contact for the human race. And then uh, they quickly, be you know, kind of came into the fold of the Federation and, and, and really reversed a lot of the problems that were going on mm. at the time. Star Trek First Contact is all about this and the Borg going back in time to interfere with this event to stop the humans from oh. achieving First Contact okay. uh, by trying to kill Ephraim Cochran. So Zephram. You... Zephram Cochran. I can't believe I got that wrong. Oh, my God. It's Zephram. So many people Mike's are judging so you. Mike's going to be mad. I, I recovered, though. Does Mike actually listen to this podcast? Mm, sometimes, I think. Oh, okay. I know Aaron does, The other my, our, our other host. Oh, nice. In New York. She um, listens to it on occasion. Okay, so breaking the warp speed threshold is one of the criteria. Mm-hmm. Are there other criteria? Well, if you're talking about like actual science, not Star Trek science, there's, there is um, – uh, uh, what is his name? He's like the the famous he's Japanese American uh Mitaku I believe is his last name and and he he has his flowing silver hair he's a very handsome Japanese man and uh and and he has I've seen a video of him explaining and I don't think he created them but there is a certain threshold for what they determine societies to be so I see I can talk I could talk a lot about this which and it's a good thing we still have you know uh, twenty minutes left. So get buckle in, kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Debbie and I will listen to you as you expound about so, the science that so you there's, know precious little about. There Please is continue. There is uh, Earth is currently the human race is currently what they would like a point seven on the scale of of uh, these societies a a first level a tier one society. Uh, is a society that has successfully harnessed all of the power on their planet, all of the energy. Okay, right. And tier two is the sun, like the tier star. two is they have captured the energy of their star. Yeah, which would be like the you know the um, sun. what do they call those things? <laughs> well, for us it would be Sol, the sun. Yes, uh, that's actually the name of our sun is Sol. 
that is not actually the sun. It is just the sun of our solar system. All it's the stars are suns. Our sun? It's our sun, and its name is Sol. Okay. Just like the moon is actually named Luna, but it's the moon because it's our moon. And the Earth? The Earth is actually named Terra. There you go. But it is it is the Earth. It is Earth. It's because it's our Earth. It's our planet. Actually, I think it's just called Earth. I, I think it's just Earth. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure that like our, the actual name for our planet is Earth. I mean, Terra is just Latin for, for Earth. Earth. Well, yes. yeah, okay. Yes. That's fair. That's so I think, I think I've read too many science fiction novels hmm. and I've named it Terra in my, cell, in my brain. I understand. I, I don't know, but going back to the pyramids, I do believe that, you know, whether we had other civilizations that were more advanced, you know, if you think mm-hmm. of things like Atlantis and things like that, where we did have this advancement and then it was lost, I think that that could um, explain the pyramids because I don't, you know, they are more advanced than a lot of primitive societies and things like that. Absolutely. So whether that came from actual aliens um, or we just had some advanced society prior to it and then lost it, you know, it's like as earth cycles through things and cycles through these different ages, you know, cataclysm and Mm -hmm. like starting back. And then we lose, you know, that knowledge and have to start over. Yeah. Um, so eventually we may get back to the point where, yeah, all of that techno- you know, so, technology to do that. Ben, you brought up reptiles running the government. Lizard people. My, my bad. <laughs> Debbie, they're you... actually mammals, but... You... No, they're actually Martians, according to this theory. <laughs> right, you're right. Um, <laughs> sorry. And they do tie into Atlantis, which is where I was going with this, because oh, one good. day I got really high and fell down an internet rabbit hole mm. on... I want to say it was a YouTube channel called Spirit Science... But it got into, like, a ton of sacred geometry and then eventually got into yeah. uh, the whole idea of Atlanteans and Martian reptilians and what that all meant for our world. And, yeah, hmm. good times. Um, so it was definitely a fascinating rabbit hole to fall down in. Yeah. I don't know if I yeah. buy it all. But I do know that they Dark web. came out recently – to with information that you know like there's that running idea that uh all the jewish slaves built the pyramids as they were leaving you know with in tying into exodus and that book of the old testament right they actually disproved that and decided that those who were building the pyramids were like fair like fair trade contract workers based on some of like the archaeological find like stuff they found interesting yeah yeah, so they were, were just were, in... but the Hebrews were involved. The 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 possibly like that may have so, just lined up as they were like the shift supervisors or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't, or maybe they, maybe clipboards? that's a way that they <laughs> and maybe they you know they they decided to leave because they Pharaoh was like no we're not going to pay you anymore you're like slaves now and yeah. maybe they were like okay and fuck that like, deuces I'm gone. <laughs> just, um, it's going to take us forty years to get there, but we'll be fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to um, wander around for a while. But there's a great, I want to say Louis C.K. sketch talking mm. about the pyramids and building the pyramids. I would be very interested to read that article about, or that video or whatever the hell you're talking oh, about. Oh, it's like a, it was like a 20-part video series. Oh. Uh, but it's fascinating. 
For sure. That's, that's how Spirit science. Spirit science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the one that disproves that the, the Hebrews were slaves, built the pyramids? No, those two thoughts were only More related sense. in my mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I want to read. I want to read the, oh. the article about what they found and, and why they think that. I feel like you could just Google that. Because I feel like that's a pretty big tenet of the Old Testament of the Exodus and being led out of Egypt and wait, there's something not factually accurate in the old Testament. D- wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, they, you know, they describe dragons and behemoths and things of that nature as well in the, in the old mm-hmm. Testament, mm-hmm. but they keep very accurate rec- records of begatten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he begat this, they begat them, mm-hmm. begot him begot mm-hmm. Falcon. And I just am, Making up names now, but you are Fal- <laughs> Falcor and Falcor and we got Megatron. We got <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so like, well, yeah. I believe that you know humans could have built them, but not without. I mean, the design of them and everything else is. I mean, and especially because they are so gigantic i mean we have cranes and things to build all this stuff today and but to think about well i've seen i've seen a very interesting thing where they they kind of proved the method work of moving the giant stones on on logs uh, up a ramp and there's depictions of this happening and there's it's funny they you know they show like a guy with a wand yeah but who designed that in the first place you know i don't know the egyptians (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, but really to like well, obviously have that design, I was like, you look at the Hebrews, made it out. <laughs> the Hebrews figured it out. The tribe of Judah. Uh, but they, so, so it's interesting. There's, there's hieroglyphics. There's all these conspiracy theories that like, oh, it was aliens. And they gave us magic wands like in Harry Potter. Sure. Because there's a dude in the front. They're pushing this big old block. There's a bunch of dudes behind it. There's ropes and then they have these little circles. Like, oh, they had wheels. Like, no, those are sticks. Those are like two dimensional <laughs> logs, you know, like little, like, like thin sapling rods. Ah. And they're Probably not that thin because that would and be. There, and there's like a dude up front right. holding a wand, pointing it out there, and, and like, and, and it has these little like lines coming from it that look like magic. Or but uh, what they figured out sure. was, was, no, no, no. Back that's to Atlantis. That's the guy who is spraying. There was a guy who had a ba- a skin of water on his back and and the the pressure from the backpack and he held it low would like it would sprinkle out of this reed like a little like one of those bug sprayers sure <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> sure and, and they and he would wet the sand which made a very viscous surface that uh would um yeah, you know so it was like, kind of a huge waste of water but it you know like in the desert it was just like spraying down sure but anyway, so that, but you that's you can move the giant ass blocks like that. So yeah, so there's like there's there's some people that interpret that to be like, well, they used magic wands to lift the the mad the giant stones. There's like, or they just wet the ground and slid it on the mud mm-hmm. on the wet sand, mm-hmm. which you know, wet silica just is rather viscous. I mean, the, at the end of the day, like, we are telling stories about pictures that we know nothing about. Like, we can connect those dots yeah. however like, I think we're about to cycle back to, to hieroglyphics yeah. because I think it's all just going to turn into emojis. With, yeah? I mean, I mean, fuck, we made a movie about it. Yeah. 
but it's hard to infer the meaning of, you know, watermelon, watermelon, eggplant, winky face. I mean, I know what that means, but <laughs> will, will but again, people future, to, in future generations you know, have any fucking clue what our text is? in the eye of the beholder. You know, we may, yeah, like you said, our, each person has their own imagination, like what that means to them from yeah. their own experiences. It's kind of, you know, we have all these written words, all these books and everything else and stories that mean different things to different people. Like yeah. they'll... To, you know, people read the same exact words, but they're going to interpret them differently. Yeah, absolutely. Even when it's all these words that everybody understands. Well, and it's proof. I mean, it's not only with like seeing words, but also seeing events, right? You can, you can have people watch the same identical thing and walk away with two different interpretations. Totally. And stories they tell, which is incredible. Like we are incredible animals, but it makes finding truth in air quotes really difficult yeah it's it's all a matter of perspective yeah. and history is written by the victors as they say yeah so we don't always know what happened uh it's certainly not so i think um we're ignoring a very large portion of this so woolly mammoths existed during the time of the pyramids uh, so I think they just hooked them up to woolly mammoths and then let them on their way to go north, and that's why they went extinct. Those poor, poor creatures. They shaved them. In the desert. They shaved the woolly <laughs> mammoths, and that's where we get modern-day elephants because the, the mammoths just started growing their hair short, getting the crew cut because they were working men. And then and then they just became Saharan, uh, you know, African elephants hmm. instead of woolly mammoths because hmm. they, they got clipped down. And I'm pretty sure that's science. I think I, mean, I just, <laughs> I think I just scienced all over that. I think you have solved it. Yeah, my friend. Yeah. It's also amazing. Or there could have been giants. Maybe there were giants. Ooh. Like Goliath mm. described in the Old Testament. Another factual reference. <laughs> so many. <laughs> I feel like there would be hieroglyphs of giants if there were giants. I mean, or maybe all of those hieroglyphs are in scale. Like Whoa. little tiny normal people, and then like the big people in the like temples. Maybe, maybe that's why they built those pyramids so long, so big. But then, like the pharaohs shrank when they died, so they weren't giants mm. anymore. Oh, so they were imbued mm. by the power of their gods and grew to huge proportions. Or Anubis, perhaps. And then when they we all know what happens died. when you worship Anubis, you win. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Blake's Dungeons and Dragons game, where the Egyptians are actually all giants. Um, See, <laughs> I knew I got that from somewhere in my brain. Uh, I was talking about this the other day with Debbie because sometimes when I drive home, I think we we're driving home from your house. Where were we? I we were driving remember. home, and I was like, "You think dragons were real?" <laughs> and I was like, and "Then we had this huge discussion about why I think dragons were real Dude. and how like." History is written by, you know, like, they may have been like dinosaurs, and they and they just kind of started merging pieces of, le like, the remnants of the dinosaurs into what became the, mytho the mythos of, of dragon kind. Uh, so, I remember being a kid and coming up here to yeah. Keystone and, like, driving around the lake and seeing Buffalo Mountain and in my head being like, oh, my God, what if there was a hibernating dragon that lived in there? Like, what – Right? If at some point that mountain exploded and some huge dragon just came out of it. 
Uh, and I think I have piecemealed together a lot of my belief system by looking at the overlaps that different cultures say about things. See, I t- yes, mm-hmm. I am on. I yes, and elaborate the fact that there are so many recollections of dragons or stories about dragons from completely different parts of the world is just, I don't like just saying they yeah. probably were real. <laughs> right. Like just like there is a flood in all the myth, you know, in the, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Religious myths and things of all kinds of different cultures that there was those cataclysmic events that happened. Yes. This is one perspective over another that made it into their book as opposed to our book. Or, yes. You know, and I mean, like, we know dinosaurs are real, and we know that, like, reptiles... Fossils found in Colorado recently. Oh, were they really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, At nice. a construction site. Oh. Yeah, Parker. Or, no, I, was it Carbondale? Carbondale. Hmm. Par- I feel like those. they found something at Parker. I don't know. The Parkersaurus. Or Centennial or something. I don't know. It was... It was one and of those that started with a seat. my face right now. With the Parkersaurus? I, uh... I don't know. Well, yeah. and you know, I mean, like, we know that... Reptile like birds evolved from dinosaurs. We know mm-hmm. there were flying dinosaurs. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, so then, like, they took well, that I've seen some flying reptile looking dudes. And this, I fa- we found this dead, you know, fossil of a T Rex. And it wouldn't take much if you were, you know, like living in the Middle Ages to, to grab that skull, bring it into town, and be like, yeah, this was from a fi- 500 foot. Giant flying dragon that I killed. And it breathed fire. I mean, like, you know, just embellishment, storytelling. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what is that? And that, so I've actually thought a lot about what you're saying about, like, this kind of shared mythos that many cultures have and, the over, and those overlaps. And I've come to think that they are glimpses into, like, that there is this collective memory that that we share as human beings that is actually, like, it's everywhere and nowhere at once, which would explain why it's all over the world, these instances of these types of creatures, that you're almost, it's a collective memory of an alternate dimension or something that Ooh. you can, that like, that dragons exist or we, we see beyond the veil in some way in, you know, and, and those are the images that you see or those kind of collect, mm. like demons or dragons or that they they exist somewhere, but and we get we have glimpses of it collectively mm. in a in a shared consciousness. Okay, which is super new age. Which is maybe where some of these you know pyramid designs and stuff came from. Yeah, that maybe it's they like saw it's that between the veil thing I and mean, parallel universe, and they're like it just I think came we're on to somebody. Here, gang. Just saying. I mean, possibly. So here's the one thing that I have had a question. Maybe you two can help me because you've also thought about this, mm. but. The Asian style dragon versus like the European style dragon, and you know, one has wings and one doesn't, but they both still fly. So like that is the only place where my the only place <laughs> ghost wings, uh, ghost wings. Okay, sounds good. But like the Asian style dragons all move like snakes, and the European dragons all fly like birds or bats. Also fair. Le- big leathery wings rather than feathered wings. Well, right. Some have feathered wings, though. Well, I think you could argue that that comes from 
Is that you artistic know, interpretation? Different, I don't know. I don't know. But, or, you know, a climate type of thing. You know, oh, okay. the European ones are, you know, usually further north. And, you know, like the Asian ones, Would where, be to where they have, and... you know, you know, because it's, you know, Japan and China and those ones are a little bit closer to the equator to begin with. So maybe that's hmm. they okay. evolved differently anyway. I like it. I like it. Like I, yeah, it's just one of those things I've never been able to like reconcile. And mm. so I was looking for ideas, which is great. Thank you, Debbie, for mm. like adding that into the hopper to chew on. <laughs> like it's an wonderful. elk versus a deer. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Okay. Like they're cousins, mm-hmm. but they're kind of different. Mm-hmm. Or a mule and a horse. Mm-hmm. Which I think a mule is just a horse-sized donkey. I thought, wait, wasn't... It's a horse cross a... between a horse it's a, and a right, donkey. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like there's a horse-sized oh, donkey and a donkey-sized you. horse, got depending you. on how you breed them. Like there's puggles that are like pug-sized beagles, and there's beagle-sized pugs, depending. Not at all, but yes. Okay. Well, see, dogs are an exception because you you have to you can uh, there things are considered to be the same species, like Canis domesticus, like the Amer- the dog, if they can produce viable offspring. And a horse and a donkey are two different species, yet they, they are close enough that they can breed, but they do not produce... Yeah, because the mule can't reproduce. A mule and a ginny, which is the opposite, the opposite parentage, mm-hmm. is they cannot... Uh, those are... They're sterile. They're, they're sterile offspring. Uh, okay. I so see that's, that's the difference. Okay. And you can't breed a mule and a mule together to get another mule because that's going to happen. All right. But they do exist in both genders, which is interesting. But, you know, like they, depending on the, a mule can be female or male, hmm. but has no, no viable reproductive organ. Crazy. I mean, reproductive system, I should say. Wild. I wonder if you could like artificially impregnate a, like, like, like as a, like a, what is it? A surrogate. Like if you could... Take a take a mule and surrogate a horse embryo, and it would give birth to a horse as a surrogate or something. I don't know. Probably not. Or if you took another mule from, like, a horse and a donkey, <laughs> and then you built a pyramid with it. <laughs> I was just going to say, I, I like, love the, where this conversation has started and where it has gone. <laughs> um, just I'm all over the place, man. The right, hey, about, no. like, so the same, it's the same with dragons. I think eventually what happened was the Asian dragons, the European dragons, started crossing over and they didn't produce viable offspring. That, that's my whole point. Uh, okay. That's why dragons ah, went extinct ah, was because ah. – no more I, know, I was, you know, I was circling, okay. circling that dream a little you. bit. Yeah, no, no, no. I see it. I see it. So I, th- so maybe that's what happened to a lot of the species we don't hear from anymore. They just all became sterile because a meteor hit the earth or something. Yeah. Pyramids and dragons. Pyramids and dragons. Or maybe the dragons great Lord Zenu threw them into a volcano and their spirits escaped and said some of your warhammer bad feelings. Stuff. No, oh, that's, that's Scientology. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I, that was like that was not based on a real religion. I mean, you say real, the Church of the Emperor of Mankind, but they were all made up. The Man. Emperor protects. 
That's what they say. Warhammer 40K. Oh, okay. Yep. Now you're on the now Warhammer. Now I'm on the Warhammer 40K. <laughs> I was like, there's now, an emperor in Scientology? Oh, like, the damn, emperor man, of mankind. The emperor of mankind is around right now. He's been around for many, many centuries already. Oh. But he's biding his time before he makes himself known. Mm. But he secretly guides the human race. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. The emperor protects. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. By writing novels about his his future existence. Very <laughs> and creating com- a tabletop war game about <laughs> it. I'm sure that just makes him feel like really good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what if you really were like like let's just for a moment, let me imagine that the Warhammer forty K universe is the actual future of mankind because it's far more likely than Star Trek or anything that's you know good. As a that future all... for mankind. It's just... Oh, is Warhammer... War is the, it all bleak and... In the grim darkness of the far oh, future, there okay. is only war. Oh, okay. And and humanity uh, has has been stagnant and kind of slipped back into a second Dark Ages for 10,000 years after Ooh. the death of the Emperor and the end of the Great Crusade to reunite the galaxy of mankind. Oh, but we already conquered galaxies at this point. We, well, yes, there was the uh, what's what's called the age of dark technology, uh, or or depending on you know your interpretation of it, I could go in. I could go into detail. We could do a whole episode about the forty k mythos. I mean, you better hope that oh, somebody yes. throws a topic oh, throw that in that topic middle. in there and let me be here. My God, <laughs> so so then what? Really but then what you happened was there was of course. We, so if we ahead. draw that topic and you are not here, you'd be like, oh. Everybody else is screwed I've seen Ben's ben Spaceman's on the table. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like painting minis. That Continue. That's pretty cool. So anyway, so, anyway but uh, so yeah, there was this great age of uh, kind of prosperity and, and technology and humankind spread across the galaxy. And then what ended that was uh, they kind of entered this, um, uh, they call it something. But it, basically there's this giant warp storm so interstellar travel becomes impossible because mm, okay. uh, and this is all due to a the the ra- the eldar race um kind of suffering its downfall and accidentally giving birth to another chaos god the god of excess and uh 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 pleasure the slanesh is the name mm. and um and there's four chaos gods and one is the god of uh like Excess and and uh, overstimulation and and um, but also like art and creativity and anyway, uh, so the birth of this god causes a several thousand year, for lack of a better term, storm in the Empyrean, the anti-reality, the warp, and as that's it is called, and that the, is how we get from one place to okay. the other by cu- cutting through. This dimension of the immaterium. You said there are four gods of chaos. Yes. Are there like other gods, or is the emperor the only god, good god of man? Well, the emperor claims to not be a god, but by denying <laughs> god his very say. godhood, he has become a god. So part of the so the anyway, I I, I won't go into a lot of detail. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. Like you were hoping you're another wormhole. Really, I really wish everyone at home could see Debbie's face. She's like, "Oh like my god, I hate hearing seconds. about this shit." No, oh, Ben's saying it, that. Yeah. Well, we're actually over good. time, so oh, we'll have to wait for another time. Geez. It'll have to wait for another time. What a shame! If you want to go to, uh, you can go to lexicanum.com, which or, or, dot org. It's the Warhammer Wikia oh. wiki. 
Um, and you can learn all about the emperor of mankind. Is it like going to Wikipedia? Just like falling yeah, it's down like, one it's of a, those it's K-holes? A, it's, a, of... it's a wiki. It's a Warhammer 40K specific wiki. Okay. And uh, anyway, thanks for downloading and listening. So who built the pyramid? The, the emperor of mankind. That's my, that's oh, my answer. I like it. I'll I like take it. it home. Debbie? I believe it was humans, but I believe they had influence from somewhere else. They were at least inspired by something Atlantis else. or looking through the veil or whatever, and what have you. Just to bring it full circle, I'm going to say dragons helped. Dragon, dragons built the pyramids. That's, that's how right. They, that's where they kept the dragons. Right. Everyone knows that. Maybe. Well, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Mr. Max, Sarakistan, Sarak. Yeah, check out Spirit Science if y'all want to learn about Atlanteans and reptiles and sacred geometry. And I am Ben, holy blessed emperor of mankind, Hollywood Whitmore. <laughs> Special thanks to our in-studio guest, my better half, Debbie Whitmore, Lady Hollywood. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You guys are so cute. Oh, <laughs> shucks. Hey, send your topics to topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Check out all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com. Subscribe on whatever podcaster you listen to us on. Rate, review us. Send us all them good love and good vibes. Five stars, whatever. Uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed. Or twank us on the Twitter, at ig and un. Make sure you follow at ig and un to get... Occasional updates when I remember to do it. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Hot as fresh, just all up in your grill. Peace off. <laughs>